Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. What up, lazy boys? It's the Practical Co-host here. Have a little bit of news. Tristan and Easton have both been quarantining for the past couple weeks. Don't worry, everybody's fine, everybody's healthy, but we've just been playing it safe. And I have been uh, off playing a show uh, this past week, so we have not had time to see Candyman like we thought we would. Uh, So we are going to pull an episode that we recorded a little bit ago over Pig, uh, starring Nicolas Cage. So uh, don't worry, we did watch the original Candyman and uh, in preparation for the remake, so we'll see that one soon and we'll get that episode out soon. But for right now, enjoy our review over Pig. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Couch Critics. Uh, Tristan is not having it. She is too tired for the loud noises. Hello. (laughs) But yes, my uh, all-time guest, Tristan, is with me. (gasps) I go first. Yeah, well, you spoke first. Thank you. I don't count the blah, blah, blah as talking. (laughs) So, And that is the practical (laughs) co-host, Trevor. <laughs> um and so uh today we are doing a special bonus of a episode that we've uh said we were gonna do for like three weeks um but nonetheless we are uh doing it right now and we are going to be doing nicholas cage's uh indie movie that came out uh roughly a month ago called pig oink oink um which is about a pig it is about a pig yep um in many ways it's about of. a journey isn't it I mean, every movie's, in a way, about a journey. In a way. Or else there would be no point of a movie. You think so? Yeah. Like 99.9% of movies are about a journey. Interesting. Never thought about it that way. Not all of them are like Lord of the Rings journeys. Oh, what an epic. (laughs) Why not? That's right. Why not? Why can't every movie be as good as the Lord of the Rings? And White Christmas. To... Widely different <laughs> movies. If every movie was like Lord of the Rings, you would never get White Christmas. Aww. You don't yeah. think so? No. If every movie was exactly like if they were all like Lord of the Rings. Is Lord of the Rings a Christmas movie? No. When there's the, not even snow. What's the yeah, there's snow in the first one. They're on a mountain with snow. Maybe. Yeah, what? you're right. Once yeah, the, oh yeah, because they get yeah, yeah. What's right. the appropriate snow. season to watch Lord of the Rings? Uh, I would the, say summer, but really any time. All the anytime. seasons. All the seasons. Spring, maybe? Spring? Yeah, just like White Christmas. Spring oh is the best gosh. time to watch White Christmas? No, anytime. All the times. <laughs> is what she was alluding to. I want to watch it now. Well, <laughs> too bad. You'd fall asleep in the first 25 seconds. That's what made it beautiful. Is that you fall asleep during it? <laughs> and that I know everything that happens already, so I can fall asleep. <laughs> She you falls could asleep for the first minute, making you watch the whole thing by yourself, and then yeah. she wakes up at the last 30 seconds. Wasn't that such a good movie? <laughs> and if I turn it off, she gets mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants to fall asleep to the to the wonderful sounds of uh, Bing Crosby and... Danny Kaye. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Talking about blue sky. Blue sky. Let's go back on track to what this movie is, oink, which oink. is a Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, National Treasure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Into the Spider-Verse? Formerly known <laughs> as the guy from 
National Treasure, and now known as the guy from Pig. Yeah, no kidding. Not really. It's not Talk that about rebranding. Shown, yeah. But it is the most uh, or the best reviewed movie he's yeah. ever had. So, you know, hey, good for I you, Nicolas Cage. Makes sense. Good for you, Nick Cage. Um, oink, oink. Also starring Alex Wolf, who had a very big part in this movie. Is that that one guy? Yes, that is that one guy. That we've seen in everything. literally everything <laughs> recently. Yeah. He has been the uh, teenager. I like everything. him, though. I'm yeah. not mad about it. Yeah. He's if you need a teenager or a young adult, yeah. go call Alex Wolf. That's right. He'll be in your movie for the next five years, and then you'll right. never hear from him again. Soon we're only going to see Alex Wolf and Taika Waititi in all the movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, so let's just go ahead and get your general thoughts of, of Pig. If you don't know anything about this movie, uh, this movie is about a uh, guy who has a... Um, what's this? What's the name of the style of pig? Truffle. Truffle, truffle pig, yep. A, a truffle pig. Um, what, what is a truffle? A truffle is a food, yeah. right? What is it like? Is I it think a- they call it a truffle pig because it can... It finds the truffles, yeah, but yeah. I've never had like... No, I've had truffle fries. I take that back. Truffle fries are really good. Truffles is usually a uh, uh, chocolate. Really? I thought. Well, I think they're two different truffles. Interesting. I think yeah, truffle is definitely. A, uh, well, I think truffle fries is like that. That's the seasoning they put on it. I don't know oh. if it's yeah. Actually... I think it's two different things. Tristan, you should love truffles because truffles is a strong smelling underground fungus that resembles uh, an irregular rough skinned tomato or not tomato potato. Potato. Growing uh, chiefly. <laughs> I wish you all could have seen her face light up when he woodlands. said rough looking potato. Uh, anyways, it's a fungus that uh, is very similar to a uh, rough skin potato, and yeah. is a very uh, deli- uh, rare delicacy yeah. in culture. Col- culinary, culinary, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the culinary arts, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah. that's what a truffle is, and so he uh, is out in the middle of a forest and has his own little hut, and he uh, has a truffle pig with him. And uh, he gets paid basically to live out there to seek out these truffles mm-hmm. and sell them to a buyer, which a is restaurateur, Alex Wolf, who yes. then distributes those to uh, restaurants for a high price. Um, and out of nowhere, his pig is taken, stolen in the middle of the night, stolen. Uh, and he, this whole movie is his journey in finding his truffle pig. Uh, because that is the only thing that he has and also a part of his business. So he needs to find it. Um, or does he, find... he, as we find out in the movie? Oh, he does for its own self. Okay. Well, we might cut that because of spoilers, but we'll see. What? <laughs> okay. We'll move on. Um, so just general thoughts. What do you guys think about uh, Pig? I really liked it. Why don't you just go first every time, you little I, pigeon? I want to give you the opportunity to go first if you want to take it. Well, whatever. I really liked it. And it was weird, and I really liked it. I also weird really liked it. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I liked it way more than I thought I was going to, actually. Yeah. I yeah, think... I don't like the name of the movie. I wish it was something different because it definitely deterred me from wanting to watch it. It's mysterious. No, it's like 
oh, we're going to go watch Pig. It it's makes me think of like hillbillies. It's and definitely like, new age, like a, um, just minimalist. Like, yeah, minimalist. Yeah. Like it's just called Pig to leave you like not knowing really what it's about, other than like this one. Like that's I all don't you like see. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember having to when I when I saw it just because everyone was like, Pig is so good on Twitter. And then I remember having to like keep rereading the synopsis on Letterboxd to be like, okay, what what am I getting myself into here? <laughs> well, you came home and you're like, you guys really need to watch Pig. I'm yeah. like, that sounds gross. Why I'd would already, I want to watch that? I had already seen trailers for it and mm-hmm. I thought it was decent, but you know, you just never know with Nicolas Cage on what side of the spectrum his movies are gonna be. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna be like overly crazy and like some people like them because it's just absolute mayhem for uh like the whole movie which um his movie right before this uh was let me find it real quick uh willie's wonderland which is the a friday night five nights at freddy spinoff movie right which was just a gore fest action movie did you see it no it's <sighs> something that i'm interested in seeing because Can i don't watch it i don't mind yeah the the action gore movies that he puts out like mandy and uh uh oh count me out count you out for the gore fest mm-hmm. oh yeah no for sure i wasn't <laughs> going to suggest it um well it, i i really like five nights at freddy's and so that's i forgot that that I feel yeah. like I remember hearing the name of that movie, but I definitely forgot it existed. Yeah. And so this movie came out, and I was totally expecting another gore fest, but just like a lot of people were saying this was going to be a Nicolas Cage John Wick, but instead of his dog being... It's his pig. Yeah, it's his pig. <laughs> yeah. And like that's that's thankfully not what we got. We got yeah. something much deeper than that and had a lot more... like to say which nothing against john wick that's great but just because john wick is great doesn't mean that every movie has to be like john wick you can do something different that has a little bit more depth and like subtle and some of its plots that makes the movie good and i don't i mean i have never heard of this director before but i think he did a great job and whoever wrote this did a phenomenal job as well so the director is michael uh sarnowski weird okay who's done nothing (laughs) <laughs> but Boy, pig, knocked it out of the park. pig in a Good movie job, called buddy. that okay which was in 2012 and it was seven minutes long What's so that? really his first like a director's debut almost yeah and yeah he did knock it out of the park and yeah. nicholas cage did fantastic um mm-hmm. i think the role probably worked for him i think so so like, he just looks crazy on his own yeah so. and like his character's not crazy or anything but just no. um i just think that they they casted it really well and like yeah. he didn't have to do anything to be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just cause he like, you feel like Nicholas cage kind of is this, I don't know if maybe that's just him acting well, but, but yeah. Yeah. I agree. I had something in there. I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my favorite things about this movie is the like small stuff that it's putting in throughout the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, maybe not a lot, but there definitely is. No, yeah, there is a lot of stuff <laughs> of the culinary world put yes. into this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all underground culinary stuff. Yes, and I'm I don't know if any of it's true, and if it is, like, it doesn't matter. It's just really cool, like, to see. And it's not yeah. like it, they didn't have to go like that weird route, uh, but they put this kind of underground thing that like he was connected to 
um, and you find kind of uh, about his story as you go along because he doesn't tell you. It's more of the the journey Mm -hmm. tells you who he was and what he did. And I think it was really cool. I think it was done really well. That's actually what I was going to say. I I was going to say I like – because everything – it's all weird stuff. I mean, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think about like – I won't give any examples, but it's yeah. definitely weird stuff. But the it all feels like it's supposed to be there, and it feels completely realistic. Yeah, authentic. I don't know if any yeah. of it's real, right? But like they play it, and oh my goodness, if it is real, yeah, <laughs> they play it off so well that yeah. it just feels so natural that like these specific people, and not just uh, there's one big thing, of course, but all of the people in the culinary world have these like small little things that they're doing, mm-hmm. and all of it. Like they just kind of like throw in information here and there, and it all really makes sense and and th- feels like it's possible. all right. It's all sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no you're it, good. It's almost like I enjoy like the detective aspect of it almost because you hear names early on that kind of keep coming up later, and it's kind of fun yeah. to go along with him on that journey of kind of like rediscovery and to like put because like you see him and he's just a man in the woods but it really is like he's revisiting his past he knows all of these people he's going back through and kind of putting everything back together so we get to see what he was like even though we never get to see who he was that makes sense oh yeah yeah it was showing by it was showing his past by telling not by like directly showing you it indirectly just, telling us. Yeah, yeah. It indirectly yeah. told you his, his past, which a lot of times you'll get flashbacks. Right. That's how they'll piece in his story. And they don't, I don't remember them doing that at all. I don't think so. It was just uh, the people around that told stories about him as mm-hmm. he was going through his journey of finding his pig. Yes. Uh, and him having to use his old life to find his pig. So, yes. um, I think that's what the movie shines with. Uh, all of the uh, kind of side characters that we run into, I think, are all really well done. Yes. I like that um, Nicolas Cage isn't just this brute guy. Like That's not <laughs> what you're getting going to get into. You're not going to get a movie where Nicolas Cage is running around beating the hell out of everyone to get the information he needs. He does beat up a yeah. car, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I like how they, they went a different route. Like, this yeah. definitely could have gone the route of, you know, I'm going to go kick some people's asses to get my pig back. Yeah. And they went a different route, and I think it was executed really well. Yeah. And uh, made it interesting to watch on screen, because you didn't know if it was going to switch to that at any moment, and it never did. Well, maybe I'm spoiling something there, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just navigated really well. Yeah. One of the things I really enjoyed about this movie was the the visuals we get on Nick Cage's hands. I don't know if they have any had any kind of CG effect added to that, but it was really captivating to watch his like in the very beginning he needs dough and yeah. it's really captivating to watch that. And then there's a there is a scene where he does cook a meal and any time that he was on screen and you we could see his hands moving through stuff, cutting or whatever. It was so captivating to me. Yeah. Anytime that he was doing anything with food. Yes. It, it felt, uh, I mean, I'm not a chef, but it felt authentic to the art. Yeah. That's a great way to put it, I think. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. And it was good to see. I mean, yeah. and they didn't like throw too much of that in there. There are only a few moments of where mm-hmm. that happened, but yeah, it felt really, really real. I, I'm like smiling just thinking about it. It's so cool to watch. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got anything over there, Tristan? 
No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tristan came out raving about this movie, so I thought maybe she'd have came, a lot. I watched it too long ago. Yeah, we did watch this about three, four weeks yeah. ago. I'm even like just now remembering things that you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I don't know. The, I don't have a lot, like unspoiler wise, because yeah, I, I feel like I don't want to get anything to, that's going to spoil anything. But. And it's all pretty spoilery. Like, I mean. The stuff that we can't spoil about the movie, even tiptoeing around it now, <laughs> we're like, yeah, going, we're kind of getting near some stuff. So. Yeah. So, um, the aesthetic of this movie, uh, like the forest and everything, the first quarter, I guess, of the mm-hmm. movie, um, is like really well shot. It's like it, it's really pretty. It, yeah. It's ex- it is extremely captivating. Um, and then that also makes it where when you get away from that, you see the difference in life. Because you see how captivating and beautiful what he lives in, even though it's not like ideal to like normal people. Right. Maybe not normal people is the right word, but like city people. Yeah. They would be like, that's a dis- like disgusting, weird way to live. But going from that to the city, because it is, it's two completely different worlds. Absolutely. Um, well, and I we think- get to see his his character, who is this disheveled, dirty guy through almost the entirety of the movie. And we see him sitting down in these like incredibly nice restaurants. And they're actually Tristan, the restaurant that they do sit in and have the, they have the wine in reminded me of that rest, the uh, restaurant or the bar that they go to in parks and rec where they're like shots of air. This, and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Kind of remind me of yeah. that. Um, okay. Well, I think we'll just go ahead and do a recommendation. Uh, and then cut it to spoilers. I didn't expect a bonus episode to be that long. So, um, but yeah, we can go ahead and just do recommend it. Unless you guys have anything else you want to say non-spoiler wise. Okay, no. go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you should go watch it. And it, it, don't be intimidated by the lack of information that there is about it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I say yes. Go see it. Yeah, and I third that. <laughs> a unanimous yes. Yeah. Uh, it is a little like it's a little slowish, um, but and it's different. Yeah, it's definitely different. But um, I don't know. It just feels very captivating for for most of it. Like you, you're not on the edge of your seat because of like this thriller action stuff, but you are like very interested in where yes. uh, this character, like who he is, why he's doing what he's doing, and the like this world that you don't like. You don't really know of. Tristan's got something. Yeah, I think they do a good job of making you curious or like interested. Yeah. Without making you anxious or like not knowing anything. If that makes sense. I would take that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want you want to know what happens in the story. You want yeah. and also the like we said earlier, the the world is when you say like the world of culinary arts, mm-hmm. it's you don't think of this. Yeah. This is there's so many yeah. things in here that are not so there's maybe like two or three, but the the things that are in there, they're way in left field. Yeah. And it's like you believe it though, because it's so it's presented so like smoothly. Yeah, yeah, and if you think about like other movies that are based on like culinary arts. Like Ratatouille. Or I was thinking like Julie and Julia. Okay. Um We went two different ways on that, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> but like it's vi- that's they they did a good job of combining like the art of um cooking like a modern movie and 
like culinary art, like combining those two things into like a really beautiful picture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful, Tristan. Thanks. Um, so yeah, there's three yeses. Uh, I don't know when this will come out on Blu-ray DVD rental or whatever digital, um, but I would assume not too long. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not in theaters anymore, at least not, you know, the big theaters. You may be able right. to find a smaller theater that still has it running. Um, cause usually smaller theaters will have those run a little bit longer. So, um, definitely recommend it. It's, um, just kind of a joy to watch. It's yeah. not like too much. So it's nice and just peaceful for, I mean, like there's some stuff that's unsettling, like not th- like horror or thriller, just no. unsettling and like, like the, drama, the, just yes. like emotional personal, responses. Yeah. A personal, and, yeah. like you're developing these characters and like the stuff that's happened in the past can be you know painful i guess but uh all in all really good so uh we're gonna go ahead and cut to our uh short little break and we'll be right back with spoilers all right and we are back we're back from that short little break um and so now we're just gonna talk about spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie i do suggest just pushing the pause button and coming back after you've seen the movie the good old pause button because um i do think it might take away from some of the magic if you uh, kind of hear us talk about spoilers. So, um, anyways, we're gonna go in and get the spoilers. So now's your chance. So, what you guys, what you guys got when it comes to the spoilers? Hey, eh? the waiter fighting's weird. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> like that part? No, I mean I liked it. I, let me get, let me be clear. I liked everything in this movie, but that was like a weird part. You mean when he sneaks into the place and gets beat up? Yeah, it's like. How can is it's like how long can they go while being like getting the crappy dog? Yeah, I or didn't something? understand the yeah. point. I think it's it? basically just can you take the hits and there's like a certain point, like a time frame. Yeah, and I don't. I think the guy didn't like him, so he let it run past the time. Right, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, and he's drunk, so he stayed on there. Yeah, yeah. I liked. <laughs> I'm curious, like if. Because he hasn't been removed from society for like very long, has he? Oh, I thought it was like ten or twenty years. Um. Oh no, you're right. It's has. It's been fifteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But when he writes his name, he like it's big letters. It like goes yeah. off of the board and stuff. And I, I wonder if that was just a power move, or maybe he just like maybe he hasn't written in that long. I yeah. I guess it could be either. I was figuring like I want everyone to see my name because because I'm the best. No, I, maybe, but he never like f- talks that way, right? Yeah. Like, so, and he like didn't really want to use his name ever, right? Yeah. So I don't know if it's really a power move. Although that is a pretty cool moment when he's like, "You can get the stuff on this list. You can use my name." Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I liked, I liked that scene. I also like like how they got there. Yeah, with yeah. the like underground tunnel, or he yeah. had to move the bookshelf or something. And Alex, like that, finally being the moment that like he trusts Alex, or at least like semi yeah. talks to him yeah. and lets him in. Right when Alex has done all of this stuff for him, that he definitely does not have to. Yeah, I did. I did like what their dynamic turned into, and I like why we had Alex. Mm-hmm. Like there was an end goal to that. Like that, Alex and his dad was the end goal of this movie. Yeah. yeah, and so, and you don't think about that until we get to the last act. Right. So, like, what a sly way for them to like 
have the main reason of your movie there the whole time, but not introduce like the other half of that conflict. Yeah, until later, until the very end. You think yeah. of the whole conflict is just getting the, the, pig the pig back, back, but that's not. There's such a deeper meaning to the whole story. So yeah, and I don't think like it didn't. Nothing took away from anything. I don't think like sometimes in movies if there's like you feel like there's too many things going on but yeah. it was like one thing led to another yeah. thing and, mm-hmm. and i think it, it did really smoothly self together like yeah and it and it it wasn't like a super easy jump it wasn't like oh we need to go do this thing and everything works out perfectly right like you have people that are resistant and you have people that sometimes yeah. they go to do something and it doesn't work out uh-huh and i thought that was a good choice as well yeah and and yeah i liked the character the characterization of alex i think is relatable maybe just to me of the like the who am i thing because in the beginning he's he's like listening to classical music in the car all the time mm. and he and it, he's listening to it clear up to the end yeah and i think that's a really good like way to show us like he maybe he doesn't like exactly know what he wants or who he is. Yeah, and you can tell from the beginning he's doing it because he feels like that's what successful people listen to. Right. Yeah. To like, yeah. you, if you want to be a part of this, that's what I mean. If you want to be a part of this club of rich, you have to like have a deep loving understanding of classical music. Right. And so he's trying really hard to have that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think it shows throughout multiple of the beginning scenes and then you see his like true self finally being revealed towards the second half as he's like being forced down this really long terrible grueling journey Mm -hmm. to just get his source of income back right yeah yeah and even with with his dialogue when they're in the first half of the movie when they there he's like uh oh he he's constantly wanting Nick Cage to stay in the car, don't yeah. come in here, mm-hmm. let me talk to them, you just stay quiet, all this stuff. Um, I can't remember. Does he know who he is? He does not. Okay. He does not until I think he writes his name up there or something like right. that. I don't yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because he uses a shortened version or something like that. Yeah, and you can like see his expression after um he writes his name on the wall. Yeah, because he didn't know that his dad or he didn't know that he was working with the person that made the meal that made his parents right. happy yeah. for the only time in their lives. Yeah. That was a cool That was cool. little side journey thing we went on. With with that whole the meal. Thing. The meal. Eat the meal I think the us. meal was the main part of the movie. I think that's the that that's what the movie is for. Like that moment is what the movie is building to. I think that's the main point of the movie. You mean like the meal at the end? Yeah, I I mean the meal in the past. The, he's talking. The uh, kid Alex is talking about. His, my parents were happy because I made they got oh, this yeah. one meal and it was great. But like we don't realize that it was Nick Cage that made that meal yeah. until later. And but maybe he know. And I like that kind of mystery too. Is what. Oh, it. okay. I was like that meal. I to me that's what like I the took climax. away from, yeah, from yeah. the yeah. movie. Well, not just him making the meal in the end, mm-hmm. but him making the meal that he made before. Yeah. And we know what you mean. Okay. Well, you said it was like a su- side plot. He meant the thing. No, no, no. I mean, like, I liked the, uh, I, the mystery of the it. Mystery of it. Yeah. Maybe I misspoke. Maybe I, maybe I okay. said that in a weird way, but okay. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. I how they don't know. Yeah. Anything. Not all the pieces are presented to us, the audience, at any given point until the end. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um. I this really small thing, but I did really like it. The um. When his pigs first stolen, he goes to this like other settlement of trouble yes. finders, uh-huh. and I love how on top of it they were. Mm-hmm. Like they they realized the value in that this is a competitor, but also we have respect to to you as a person that's in this industry or whatever. Yes, and it's like that someone took your like we're gonna find these people and like and we're gonna kill them. Yeah. is what it seems yeah. like. <laughs> Um, and I think they do that because they know the value of it, yeah. and they also know that if they allow it, it'll happen to anybody in the industry, and then it's just pure chaos. So you have well, to. And I think right. you said respect. I think yeah. that's a big part of it. I can't get no respect. Yeah. Um, it was just a small thing that like they just kind of threw in there. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked just that little scene um, of yes. just the beginning of the journey. Um, but I like that little settlement. I thought she was great. I don't know her name or anything, but yeah, I don't know if we get a name. Yeah. Uh, it seemed to me like she, cause she's, you say she's a competitor. Yeah. Um, it seemed to me like she was doing it with like modern technology. Kind, of, They like had stuff roped off and they, they were trying to like, yeah. they had things. Yeah. But like, it felt to me like she was respecting the old school way of yeah, like, maybe, Oh, you're a pig, that kind of thing. And, yeah. But still, yeah, a very cool moment, I think. Mm-hmm. And like that kind, it's that kind of weird culinary, like, is this real or do people really act like this or do they not? Or, uh, cause it's zero to a hundred from a lot of people, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also just love how the whole entire thing was, basically like this kind of illegal kind of non-illegal maybe like right. we don't really know the legality of this truffle farming because it seems to be such a insanely expensive business mm-hmm. and like extremely wealthy people are moving this back and forth to different buyers or whatever yeah and so i mean our main villain quote unquote is like a what seems to be almost billionaire and that's like his main trade mm-hmm. is truffles. Right. So, uh, and our Alex is like, his whole plan is to like be as big as him. And he's starting small with this one guy and is fairly profitable off of it. Has yeah. a very nice life just by one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I would say like my favorite parts of this movie were want like maybe scenes or parts uh one the what i just talked yeah. about uh, i think the restaurant scene mm-hmm. where he's sitting in this really uh, fancy place mm-hmm. i thought was uh i've said the word navigated a lot during the um non-spoilers but it was just done really yeah. well of i thought it was extremely weird that nobody was commenting about the fact that he was extremely dirty and beat up we got like dried blood on yeah. half of his face yeah and I do think that was and... kind of an overlook, like purposely overlooked. Like we want him to look rough, but we're not going to like point. We have, to, yeah. we have to put him in this spot, and we're not going to make everyone look like yeah. Look at him. They purposely were just like, let's just have our main characters be here and do this. Yeah, and Al- like Alex will mention it. 
say, do you want to shower up? Do you want to change? Yeah. Like, are you sure you want, like, don't come in because you look yeah. rough. Right. And then even that, uh, the cook that finally comes out, mm-hmm. he's like, do you need a hospital? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so like, they acknowledge it, but everyone around would be staring if something oh, yeah. like that was in that restaurant. Absolutely. Um, if let in at all. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could name drop and he'd get he in could, real quick. That's right. But, uh, he, but I think they purposely made it where he doesn't have to do that. And it's just like, well, right. if he somehow got a reservation, we've <laughs> got to feed him. Right. Even if he looks homeless right. and we're a five star establishment, that co- our meals are $3,000 or whatever <laughs> yeah. for yeah, evaporated air over <laughs> croissants or whatever it was. I think it was like something with oysters. I yeah. thought it was a good picture when he's like cutting into his food and he's like, what is this? Yeah. Like he, I mean, it didn't say that, but. I think he enjoyed it though. Oh yeah. Cause well, it's, it, he was commenting on it. Like he could have done better. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. Well, and I, I really liked it. Seen there's like a parallel with with like we're talking about how dirty he is compared to how clean everybody else is, it's like and then his conversation with Alex throughout the movie, his conversation with that chef, even the conversation with Alex's dad. Um, there's a lot of like Nick Cage is so so authentically himself or his character throughout this entire movie, and everybody else seems to be fake. Like Alex is trying to be this truffle yeah. mogul, and then yeah. The chef, the chef like should have he... wanted an Irish pub, but yes. that would make money. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then the dad, I think. Old, I think the dad like was just in denial about his whole the whole thing with his wife, and just was not like owning up to how he really felt about things. Yeah, and think... not realizing, I, I think that like his whole life has just been about accumulating wealth, right? And that all in all, his life has become fairly meaningless because it has no real relationship real anything yeah and so yeah he's been faking it just to make money right and has i, I don't know what he's had to do except for i guess kill a pig but. right oh on accident didn't they kill it on accident yeah he said that the two people that stole it were too, too, too rough, rough with, with it, it. Yeah. yeah oh what a good like performance though from cage yeah when he, when he just, found out yeah when mm-hmm. he drops to the floor it's it's very oh yeah emotional i think it's it's the whole idea of his character is interesting i think because he you know like after isn't it like his wife dies and then he goes out yeah 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 um, and so obviously he like wants to get away from everything. And like, while he's there, he has all of these realizations, like does anything really matter? And then coming back and like being able to talk to people and be so like real with them and get them to say things that they don't even want to admit to themselves, I think is cool to watch. Like with that chef in the Absolutely. restaurant, yeah. it's like he you know that he didn't want to say what he really wanted and just the amount of respect that people have for him was um cool to watch yeah yeah very insightful yeah i think there's a lot of like layers to mm-hmm. the movie and not like it's hard to get or anything like the layers aren't like yeah, no. hard to get but it's very deep and it's 
simplicity. So, yes. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I remember liking the soundtrack, but I couldn't tell you what anything. I couldn't tell you any specifics. No, about it. I think. Yeah. But I think even in some place there isn't any music, and I think it works really well no. to the advantage. Yeah, I think the only time I think I really noticed it was when he was out uh, the first fifth of the movie when he was on his own mm-hmm. out in his shack. I think that was the only time I really thought of it much. Yeah. Um, other than that, I I think it was just like atmospheric. Yeah. Like you're in these places. This is the music that would be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Um. Well, I mean, do we just want to? Anything else you guys want to talk about except for the ending? I really like the ending. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I I thought the way that they did all of that was was really well. And all with, of what? Huh? All of what? Um, how he he got Alex to to help him prep the meal yes. that uh, he like his goal was to try to get his pig back, which his the dad wasn't allowing, but he also saw something more than that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and saw that a relationship needed to be healed um yeah because his dad even if he was, wasn't even if it wasn't ultimately he still had to try yeah um and just the way that he, he knew exactly the meal that he cooked because he knew apparently every meal that every he meal ever, cooked ever made for yeah. anybody yeah. but i imagine like that's if you were a chef my thought was that was uh like it'd be week to week probably. And so, but he uh, also still. seemed very um, self-critical. Yes. Yeah. And so That's why he was the best. Well, I, I think uh, he's also very patient. And so I think that he probably didn't have a whole lot of customers. So oh, okay. um, I think that was probably a part of it is he sat there and was patient and handcrafted 15 meals in a night and that's what he cooked yeah and that's what it was yeah and that's why he had the most prestigious restaurants because he only cooked so many meals it's like i'm cooking one meal every 30 minutes from right five to ten and yeah. so that's it yeah <laughs> um or something like that you know so maybe it was a little bit easier or it's just you know right. part of his character where he just always remembers because that's his love is making food for people. So I, uh, with, with Alex helping him get the food, I also really enjoyed the scene where he goes back to the restaurant and it, I, yeah. I assume his friend it I take, took it over. His like protege. Yeah. Or whatever. Someone that worked in his kitchen. His second hand. Right. Yeah. I almost thought daughter, but I thought, I thought that daughter too. too but yeah. then, then they said some stuff that made me think it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I liked, I like the bit about like how well how much he respects her because with with the food yeah or with the bread and he's like do you have this exact thing and then at the end he's like I'm gonna take another one or yeah. something yeah. like that yeah. that was cool or that well, was he, that was a good took an moment extra to give to Alex yeah right right yeah. Yeah. um and then I like when he leaves and he said she always wanted the curtains or something like that uh-huh. mm-hmm. um and he says they look nice and like he's like he's in closure on that subject without like. And He's I like kind of that. moving on, I guess. Uh, yeah, in that scene, he said, you turned it into a bakery. And she said, well, I was always a baker. You you were the cook and I was the baker. And I, like that that goes right along with like what he is talking about the whole movie. is like, don't be somebody you're not. Right. Because yeah. she said, I tried, to, I tried to keep it going, but I couldn't. 
and I'm a baker anyway. Yeah. yeah. I did I did like the fact that he he went back to his old restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, just <laughs> about the whole last dinner, I really liked that he incorporated Alex into it. Yes. Um I like how punctual he is with all of it. Like it looks all like I said earlier, very um authentic to the the art and like it felt real. Um and all in all, I mean what I like about the end at least to me this is what i took away from it was that like sometimes the most purest things in life are simple and like sometimes simplicity can i don't know i remember a lot more well, of what i thought sometimes after watching simplicity it. is enough yeah well because his dad had spent his whole life um accumulating wealth yeah, and having this horrible relationship with his wife mm-hmm. and his kid, and then one meal, like, changed the perspective for, I mean, I guess only a day was the only time they were ever happy, was after this one meal. Um, but just how just one truly good thing can really change you, and it did it again. Yeah. Like, one truly good thing, um, and maybe it was because of the memory of it, or if it's just that's how powerful his cooking is. I don't know. I guess that's why you spend the money to go to eat at a place that's as good as what it's saying his food is. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I took away from it was just something as like something so small but so good can truly change someone. Yeah. Insightful. Very much. I uh, okay. I was like, did you have anything to say? No, about the sorry. Ending? I yeah, but that's the that's the second scene, like where we get to see him working with his hands. That I really enjoy. Also, when Alex goes to pick with, pick up the wine is a good moment, and he and Alex gets to find yeah. out a little bit about the wife. I think that's good. Yeah, and um, how the even the um, funeral home, the moratorium, mor- yeah, lady, yeah, like has deep respect for him, mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. I saved the spot next to his wife. Yeah, for him, like, how does she he know this? Like, yeah, he must just have like this genuine relationship with almost everybody that he meets. That like, he leaves a mark. I I imagine um, your your perception and what you said earlier, where like he probably only made like fifteen meals a night, but I assume it was a very intimate and genuine like interaction. He'd cook for them and maybe talk with them about the food or whatever. And yeah. it just always be incredible. Maybe. And like you said, he'd, he'd just leave a mark on people. Yeah. And it could have just been when his wife died, he met the mortician and, and they had genuine, like uh, the mortician was like, I had a genuine connection yeah. and like just saw, uh, I don't know. I said genuine a lot, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's what, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so a friendship grew from that and just she had respect for him and I guess held some wine. Yeah. Definitely. Uh I like the I like the the return to the bar or the little pie shop thing. Um after the meal, they leave and he takes them back home and oh, they stop yeah. back off of that little Yeah. Whatever you call it. Yeah. The little, little diner. Yeah. Yeah. And when he first goes in and he's like 
does Janet work here or something? And they're like, she hasn't worked here for like 10 years or yeah. even like she died 10 years or something yeah. like that. And he's just like, oh, well, do you have a phone then or something? <laughs> it's really Are good. you going to pay? Yeah. Are you a customer? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Yeah. He knows what he's about. Yeah. yeah. I I felt the ending with with him walking back to the, the cabin and Alex in the car turning off the radio. Yeah. I felt it was a little dissatisfying, but it still felt really like complete. Yeah. I felt the same same yeah. way. I was expecting something a little bit more from from them too. Yeah. But I mean like like you were saying, if if the story is about the relationship between Alex and his father, maybe we don't need that closure yeah. from no. Nick Cage. I, I think it is. Yeah. Um but and so and so I thought the ending was fine, but I do I like them and I like their dynamic. Yeah. And I like how they grew. Yeah. Because um, he calls them a friend by the end, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And so I like how they grew. So I wish there was a little bit more. But I do think the whole point of the movie was their the relationship between the father and the son and Nicolas Cage is how that is done. Yeah. Um, But I mean, other than, than that, I mean, I don't really know. Uh, of what else I knew this was gonna be a little bit shorter so um yeah I think we'd just go ahead and go to our go to our ratings um and then yeah five stars five stars for the Trevor Tristan I don't know oh I was gonna say I was I would just say four and a half maybe five four four and a half okay probably yeah I mean the coming out of the theaters, I rated it a four, but I think it's probably a four and a half. I was really debating. I I was wondering if like I don't know. I always have a hard time with indie movies of like maybe I like them more just because they're smaller or whatever, mm-hmm. and so I have that complex. But I I do I don't. Know, this is probably a four and a half. I do want to watch it again and really nail it down. Uh, like I said, it has been three and a half to four weeks since we've seen it yeah. Uh, but yeah probably a, a four and a half for me as well so really three all really good reviews and everybody on uh letterbox and rotten tomatoes has all all praised it so uh we hope you guys liked it as much as we did is this fresh or rotten Ethan? oh yeah it's fresh so okay. fresh yeah <laughs> straight out the vine yes i would say <laughs> it's so fresh that that it so hurts. Clean. No. Oh. It is so fresh. Are you outcast? That Rob, which is Nicolas Cage's character. We so could remember fresh. that. Why didn't we look I that know. up earlier? <laughs> I know. So fresh that Rob would use it in his food. Wow. That's how wow, fresh. Uh, that's a fresh tomato. That's so fresh, fresh homie. That's like straight off the vine. <laughs> it's a I joke. Mean, you're welcome. I know, but like any... Uh, you could have a very bad... <laughs> tomato come off the vine doesn't necessarily no, this mean is a good it's one. good. This is a good tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it can be molded with caterpillars right. crawling out of it. Trust it's Rob. Right. He, he'd only pick a good tomato. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, yes, very, very fresh. Um, I think very, that about very. does it for today's episode. Um, next week, I guess not even next week. Later this week, we are doing um, Night, Night House. House. So different pace. We are going to be doing a greenhouse one eventually as well. Maybe a next what? Green Night. Usually like greenhouse. 
Definitely said sure Greenhouse. Said greenhouse. <laughs> okay. Well, we are going to be doing Green Knight uh, here sometime soon. Um, here in the next week or two, because that's another indie movie that we really wanted to uh, to review, because I was super excited for it. Um, so anyways, uh, that should be coming out uh, semi-soon as well. So go ahead and go to the theaters and watch Free Guy and listen to that episode, and then go and watch Nighthouse and uh, listen to that episode. Uh, but it is a thriller, so you have to kind of be into that. So, all right, we'll see you uh, later this week. All right, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So uh, if you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it, and we will definitely give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right. Kick it to Trevor for the plugs. You can find Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places at T Landreth Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram at Graham Jarvis does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So see you guys next week.